0: And it has taken me. <coughs> so much that when, when, when Marion sent it out to some people, okay, she said now, her uh, sister reacted. He you sent me part four. Part four was, she valued it highly, very highly. And then she said, that please, can I have the rest to other parts? Right? And she was taken. Marion sent it to Judy and Graham. Remember Judy and Graham? Uh-huh. Uh, they, they are in England, and I uh, hope they will... They will respond to that because this is this is taking me. I'm telling you, a statement that's taking me from the series of this messages is this one: "The voice of God is your foundation for living. Without God speaking to you, you will just go to the treadmill. Mm-hmm. Your life will become a drudgery from day to day, basically, because there's no divine intelligence being released to you. Remember yeah. this: mm-hmm. when God speaks to you, He downloads divine intelligence." Your soul consists of your will, your intellect, and your emotions. When God speaks to you, that compartment that we normally call the soul is stirred, basically. It's challenged to the core of your being. Let me just say this to you. When God breathed his breath, the breath of life, into Adam, into that, that human being there, he became a living soul. It became a living soul. In other words, the breath of God, the spirit expressed itself now to world, intellect and emotions. So when God speaks to you, that department, I don't like the word department, that the soul gets activated, gets stirred. God provides momentum to the soul dimension of your life. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm going to continue with the voice of God, but I want to take uh, it's a slight turn it's oh, voice of God yes mm-hmm. but I want to talk about prophetic faith prophetic faith now please this is something that <laughs> it's gonna it, it shook me when I was busy studying it mm-hmm. and I want you to take note of what is being been said this morning now, I'm, I know I say that every time because uh, most of the stuff we do are not normal stuff yeah it's not normal stuff Right. I want to refer you to Mark chapter 11. You don't have to tell them there, but you can write it down. You can have it as a point of reference. Mark chapter 11, Jesus is on his way to Bethany. And on his way to Bethany, he gets hungry. And then he sees a fig tree from far off, full of leaves, coming to the fig tree, expecting to eat figs, get figs, and fill his hunger. He finds no figs on the tree. The question is not it was was it in season or outdoor season? Jesus is teaching us there a principle of prophetic faith. He speaks to the fig tree, he speaks to the, the, the object as man was designed to do, govern the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and everything that creeps upon the earth. Now that creeps upon the earth is the whole earth, basically. So he speaks to the fig tree and says, From now on, I will determine your future. Remember, the subject is prophetic faith. I will determine your future. And no man will eat figs from you from now on. No more. He speaks a word. He releases the word by voice. Right? Voice. Remember voice? The fig tree listens to it. Mm -hmm. Don't ask me how to explain that. Because that is the image of God in Genesis 1 26. Revealed here, how it operates. No man, it's fixed from you from now on forever. Yeah. They go on. The next day they come back. The next day, 24 hours more or less, they come back. Yeah. Tell me what happened to the fig tree. It's, dead. it's died. And Peter says this words, Master, see the fig tree has died even from the roots. Yeah. Now listen to this. You can play around with words here. Yeah. How did Peter see the fig the fig tree? From the roots it it can be that this thing was dead completely Mm. that the roots even died or the earth rejected the victory Uh, now peter says the victory died from the roots jesus says don't marvel at this have faith in god Mm. but sorry can I i have a question why if it wasn't the season for the figs already why did jesus do what he did why did he say that? There's multiple answers to that. Multiple answers. You can say right He was hungry. Really hungry. Remember he was a man. Mm-hmm. He wasn't operating as God at the time. He was operating as man. Mm. It might have been that it's close to the season of the fix coming. His hunger took control of him because he was really hungry. Mm. Always he wanted to teach his trainees, the apostles in training, mm. a lesson. That's what I say. Mm. He was teaching us a lesson, a principle of how to operate as human beings, mm. okay, go on and think about it, because no man ever had done this before, but here comes Jesus, remember first Adam, mm. last Adam, first Adam was given authority over everything, last Adam the same category, mm. so yes, he's got authority over the fig tree, mm. he's got authority over the sea of the fish, yeah remember the time when they were catching fish yes. the whole night? And they said, we caught nothing. Just throw your nets on the other side. Yeah. Now, it can be <laughs> throwing nets from this side to this side or go to another area. And they caught a lot of fish. Why? He was the image of God. He was in charge of the situation. Yeah. Prophetic faith, guys. Prophetic faith. Now, Peter says, the feet tree died. Jesus says, don't marvel at this. Have the faith in God. Now, I've learned this from Kenneth Hagin that says, it's not have faith in God. He says, have the God kind of faith. That's the faith that Adam was supposed to operate in. That's the faith of the new man. If you go to Hebrews chapter 11, you'll find the definition of faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's not seen yet. The evidence there of things not seen. Now, the intricate way of looking at that verse is, Faith is a substance. The weight of things hoped for. It's not there yet. No. But the day yet. The evidence of the there yet is faith. Yes. Okay. Now, having said that, I want to show you scriptures this morning that it's simple when you when you when you listen to it. But it's you gotta go home and study this, please. No. You gotta go and study this. And you know, to make statements. Your ability to see determines your capacity to possess. Amen. Your ability to see determines your capacity the measure with which you possess a thing. Okay? I want you to sink in. Right. In Genesis chapter 13, Can read 13 from verse 14 to 15. You can just write Genesis 13, 14, 15. Not the whole chapter. Genesis 13, dots, 14 to 15. God tells Moses, not Moses, Abraham, sorry. God tells Abraham, As far as your eyes will see, to the north, to the south, to the east and to the west as far as your eyes can see if you can see beyond the curve up to the curvature of time right you can see that as far as you can see right around you 360 degree around you i will give it to you that will be your possession so abram had to see it first before he could possess it as far as you can see to the east as far as you can see to the west as far as you can see to the north as far as you can see to the south if you have the capacity to see it it will determine (coughs) your scope of possession are you okay with that? prophetic faith you will enjoy this else prophetic faith is something every child of god must learn to operate it and master it now let me give you a background. I want you to turn to Hebrews chapter 1, verse 9 to 11. <laughs> Hebrews, not Hebrews, Revelation, sorry. <laughs> Hebrews, the <sorry. laughs> Revelation chapter 1, from verse 9 to 10. Okay, we're going to go further than 10, right? You got it? I'm reading the King James, if you have another version... Hmm. Not virgin <laughs> Virgin. i John, my also I'm my brother, I'm my I'm my <laughs> And in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ was on the Isle of Patmos. Patmos, okay, for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. Read now again, but I want to say this to you: the word of God, the voice of God, will calm your crisis down. <coughs> the voice of God gives you control in crisis. This guy was in crisis. He was banned for life. If you do not know what Patmos is, Patmos is a jail like Roman Island. It's a jail island. Oh. you get it? Yeah. It was rough. There was nothing on the island. So you banish there to die. You have to make your own means. You have to live from nature. They drop you there, death by. They don't even worry about you. He was on the Isle of Patmos. If you look at the circumstances, right, the event banned for life, you look at the situation John was in. He will say, "This is bad. This is a crisis, phenomenal crisis." Right? But listen to what he says. How interpret? How How he interprets his condition, his in his circumstances, his surrounding. He says, "I was on the Isle of Patmos for what? For the word of God, number one." Number two, for the testimony of Jesus Christ. Do you get it? The voice of God, the word of God, will determine your capacity to see your situation from a heightened perspective. Um. Elevated sight. Say elevated sight. 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 To see from a bird's eye view. A birds, eye. Somebody asked me in the week, can you explain to me how I see from above? Now over the phone, you cannot explain properly. So I use this illustration. When a bird of prey, now I use the vulture, is up in the air and he decides I'm going I'm to attack a prey to eat. That bird, that vulture, looks down from above. Okay, he looks down from, remember elevated side, a heightened perspective, Mm -hmm. he looks down from above, sees a rabbit, at that moment, the vulture's brain locks into the rabbit, and he will focus from then on, only on the rabbit, no matter where the rabbit goes, he will follow that rabbit, follow that rabbit, it can take him days, he will follow that rabbit. The story told that there was a vulture looking at the rabbit and he became so determined to catch this <coughs> rabbit. Now, when they do that, they lock into the prey site, <coughs> right? And he swooped down, this vulture swooped down and went through a, a farm fence. Did not notice it because he was only looking at the rabbit. Broke his wing, one wing, but still continued to catch the rabbit. And when he caught the rabbit, he dragged the rabbit to where he dragged the rabbit for kilometers to where he had his nest. He locked into the rabbit from a position of elevated sight. Elevated sight is a heightened perspective, looking at things differently than the natural. Yeah. Prophetic faith is the same thing. Now, in John chapter, in Revelation chapter 1. He Says, verse 10 I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Now, that wasn't Sunday, please. It was a day of the Lord. The day of the Lord is not a normal day Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday. It is not a day of the Lord, that it's a weekday. But this devil is another perspective. I'm not going to talk about that. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as a trumpet. What did he hear? a trumpet sounding now listen to you you have to use this I've got to explain to you the sound of a trumpet the sound of a trumpet Bible times it's a prophetic voice it's a symbol it's an example it's an allegory a type it's a figure of type type of figure right from a trumpet now what 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 do you do when you hear a trumpet it catches your attention Attention, it's not normal not normal a trumpet has a specific piercing sound on a high note. Mm. So this voice speaking to, to John mm. is like the sound of a trumpet. I can't explain that. Mm. How did this guy hear? But he must have been looking away, mm. looking away from the voice. But the voice was behind him. Yeah. And the next verse says, Okay, then he says, the voice introduced itself. I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, and what thou seest, sight, write in a book. I'm not going to read the mention of the churches. Sometimes you struggle with the names of the churches, okay? Let's go to verse 12. After hearing the voice like a trumpet, this can only be understood by demonstration. He was looking, he was looking away from the voice, or he was doing something different from the voice. The voice came from behind. How did I know it? Because the next verse says and I turned to see the voice that spoke to me. Voice is connected to a person. To a what? To a person. 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 And I turned to see the voice that spoke to me, that spoke to me, verse 12. And I turned to see the voice that spoke to me. And being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. Please, I am show you a picture of church today. Present truth church, a church that's governed by the voice of God. He hears a trumpet sound. Okay, a voice. This sound says, "I am Alpha and Omega, beginning and end." Right to the different churches, Thayera, Pergamos, Smyrna, Thyatira, Nike, All these churches, right to them. Letters seven churches again, seven means perfection. So he saw a picture of a perfect church. i to you now. And I turned to see the voice that spoke to me, and being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. A reference to the tabernacle of Moses. There was a candlestick before you entered into the Holy of Holies. This candlestick had seven arms on it, right. Beaten out of one piece of gold, it had to be one piece of gold melted, molded into the shape of a candlestick. Right? A chandelier. Mm. One piece of gold. It's not one piece and another piece. One piece of gold molten into this thing. Mm. Right? He sees this. Mm. It's called Mm. a menorah. Okay, right. Thank you, Louis. He looked at this and saw this thing. And the amazing thing is, in this golden candlestick stood the Lord in the midst of the seven golden <coughs> candlesticks, one like as unto the Son of Man. Now, who's the Son of Man? Jesus. Jesus God. You see what I'm saying to you? Jesus. That's Colossians That Christ in you, though, for glory. Mm. Christ stands there not away from the... Ca- in the midst of it. In the same time. Amen. Do you get what I'm saying to you? The voice of God governs the church. <clears throat> the voice of God is our foundation. <clears throat> okay. Now. And then he goes on to explain the sun. Powerful stuff If in the sun. Let me just say to you, by the way. The book of Revelation. It's not about the end times, guys. Mm. (coughs) It's not about what's coming. It's not about Satan and the dragon and the false, you know, those things, Antichrist. The book of Revelation starts with this word in Revelation chapter 1. Verse 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show the servants Things which must shortly come to pass. That word shortly they can be interpreted. It's, there's gonna be an acceleration of the things of God from that time onwards. Okay, now here to turn. We need to turn away from our understanding of church. Right? I'm gonna you you can get tired of this thing of this thing, but we need to Turn away from our understanding of church, mm. and I just say this. For years, I've been, I've been asking God to help me because I speak too fast. I even went for speech therapy, and the therapist said to me, <coughs> "Incluff," said to me, "I'm not going to charge you. You don't have a problem. You get excited, mm. and I, I do." <coughs> She said to me, you must treat your mouth, your mouth as a hole. not a hole, <laughs> <H-A double L. laughs> right? H uh, a double it? A hole. hole. She said to me, treat your, your mouth as a hole. I thought you said Where H-A H-A in there. <laughs> Where people sitting oh. in there. Yeah. And when you see the hole, right? she said, when you see the hole, you get excited. And, your words cramp in your brain oh, no. in the cavity of the mouth, the whole You know, you stammer, speak fast. I don't mess up, okay. And then comes dawn. Years later, and dawn slows me down. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Hallelujah! Thank you. God always answers prayer. Now I have to speak slower so that dawn can catch my lips. <laughs> So, so he sees this picture of the Son of Man, Jesus Christ, in the midst of the candlesticks, and he speaks from the candlesticks. So the church, the perfect church, the mature church, is governed by accurate hearing the voice of God, Mm -hmm. producing sight to produce what is in the heavens in the earth. Mm -hmm. Okay. Accurate (coughs) hearing, produce sight, that enables you to take what is in the heavens and build that into the earth, okay? I turn to see the voice, I turn to see the voice, amen. Voice is frequency of waves that carry sound, Mm -hmm. it's waves that carry sound, okay? So he heard the sound, as waves, as frequencies. And he turned to see where this frequency of sound is coming from. It's wise to stop every now and then. And to hear what God is saying to you. Are you listening guys? It takes time. It, it's good to press a pause button in your lifestyle. And determine the time in the morning, early or late at night. Turn your attention away from the worldly things around you and in you amongst you. Turn your eyes from that. I ask you from the bottom of my heart. There are things in the spiritual realm that must come down into your life. But because we are not connected to the spiritual realm, it can't come. Answer me you ask for a heavy word. Did you get it? Amen. <clears throat> now the voice of of God calibrates the sight, producing an advanced lifestyle called the Son of God. We have a, we have a pattern in married on Sunday morning. We put on, uh, out of religious mindset, we put on TV. On, on godly stations, it's just a manner of doing things, okay, and this morning there was a certain church in Pretoria saying, come and sing together, let's enter into the presence of God, and I thought to myself, you can never produce the presence of God like that, it's shocking, it's shocking this morning, Sunday morning is not the portal for the presence of God to enter into your life, so I'm saying it again. Sunday morning is not the portal, it's not the gateway for God to enter into your life. Sonship is the portal for the presence of God. Are you a son? Yes, no, I'm a son. I'm not asking, are you a son? gender wise, Michelle. Are you a son of God? If you say yes, you are the portal through which the presence of God access your circumstances and your lifestyle. <coughs> Say it again It's the son of God You are the portal The gate The valve Through which the presence of God From you Enters into your circumstances mm. I'm saying it again I sense in my heart This is me now Not the Lord <coughs> You As the son of God Are the portal The gate The valve The door Through which the presence of God Enters into your household mm. Absolutely Hello. Don't don't interpret scripture like you, it's been interpreted before. Psalm twenty-two verse three says, "The Lord inhabits the presence of His people." Right when people praise Him, He comes down. Just one way. You are the gateway from which the presence of God flows out of your belly. Spirit shall flow rivers of living water. Do this for me. Look at me. All oh, that bellies, eh? Touch your belly. Love you, man. (laughs) Out of your belly, your spirit, man. Your belly refers to your spirit. Out of your spirit shall flow rivers of living water. There's a heavenly city that has a throne in it. And from the throne flows water. And the water feeds the trees, the sons of God. And on the trees there are leaves that heals the nations. Okay? I'm not going to go into that. I don't so that is hectic. Hectic, right? so That means that our lifestyles uh, should bring, exact li- lifestyles should bring healing to the nation. Okay. Oh. On that, can I just make myself <laughs> clear, on that, trees. Yeah. Trees refers to you as a child of God. Mm. And right? the waters is the word. The is the word. Psalm chapter 1, blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel and godly, Not sits in the way of scoffers, not stands in the way of sinners, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And he shall be like a tree planted by the waters. Waters out of your belly shall flow rivers of water. Rivers. Right. So if you plant it in the kingdom, in that city of God, the church, the word flows. Okay. The word flows. It (laughs) produces healing for the nations. Can I just? I just want to break away here. The church is becoming aware of kingdom. Mm-hmm. This morning we listened to a guy called Lance Walno. Now, if you if you if you want to be enriched in life, yeah. type in the word on your system. Not now, please. Lance Walno. Lance L A N C E. Clicking a sub A teacher, basically the leader of the But we have to do that, eh? L A N C E Walno is N A U. You know the American spell, funny. Walno. Uh-huh. Walno. Lance Walno is a prophet. I call him, I call him. He's a prophet. There's the, the prophetic grace in him and the apostolic grace in him. Okay. This is not part of the teaching, but it helps in the teaching basically. Uh-huh. I listened to a man called Shean. Is it Shean? Uh, She-An, She-An. Powerful prophet. Yes. I-, I call him an apostle. Guys like that. He's an apostle. Uh-huh. Now, when people when people talk about COVID, we cringe. The church cringe. Uh-huh. They were cl- ordered America to close their church down, okay. and they did. He went to God and said, God, this is not right. Church calmly closed down. He took the state, the state there, to court. Right? And they vetoed him in court. And then somebody whispered in his ear, go to high court, go to the Supreme Court. Right? And then he applied for the Supreme Court. He got a hearing. The Supreme Court decided and vetoed the law that closed the churches down because of COVID. Are you listening, guys? Yeah. They vetoed up till now and forever. America will not allow churches to be closed. I couldn't believe it. I mean. While we while we look at the crisis, this man heard the voice of God. Yeah. yeah. Are you listening to me? I mean. While we see South Africa in trouble, mm-hmm. mess, I decided I don't want to speak about this anymore. I want to speak the word of God. Yeah. Absolutely. And the word of God is Did Jesus die for South Africa? Yes! yes absolutely. So South Africa is saved. But when we say South Africa is saved, we talk about every level. Everything of society is saved. Yes, yes. Yeah. <coughs> and when we say things like the and say chops, then we're then we're going against what the Lord has done. Yeah, when <coughs> Are you listening? This conversation. But now, but now that, that statement that you made now, I mean I can bring up something now that uh, that was also a question. Mm-hmm. Don't you need to accept the Lord Jesus to be your saviour before you're actually saved? Yeah. yeah. Yes, you have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, fine. Now we we, uh, we 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 speak, we yeah. we know, we know we're talking as we know, yeah. we know how God saves. Yeah. We know we are saved yesterday, today and forever. We are saved. Yeah. We are saved, right? What you see out there on the Isle of Patmos in isolation, what you see out there. What what John saw out there on the Isle of Patmos did not determine where his fate should go. Okay? I'm gonna say it again. On the Isle of Patmos, the isolation, the roughness, the ruggedness of that island, the loneliness. Nothing to eat and nobody to be friendly with, you know, no one to accompany you. His condition did not determine where he was looking at. Your sight determines your capacity to possess. Before you say amen, from now on your faith will be determined. By what you heard today. Mm. There's levels of faith, guys. Mm. Levels of faith. Not just normal faith. I'm mm. just going you know, to come down lower and maybe come and, and, and sweeten this, this atmosphere. But spiritual reality mm. is much more real than natural I reality. Mean. What you see now here around us came because it was spirit first. We don't think that way. We only think what we see. Everything you see in the world right around you now was first a spiritual idea. Everything. And God said, and God said, and God said, and then it came. But it wasn't real first. Amen? Amen. Everything you see now was first spirit. The spiritual world is more real than the natural world. Mm. The natural world exists because of spiritual reality. Mm. Okay? Absolutely. Are you with me? Yeah. Please, I've got to hear you say you are with me. I cannot walk alone. This, this message, I can't walk alone. Okay, love <laughs> hallelujah. You mentioned a good name today. Amen. Good name. Hallelujah! Jesus answers, prayers! <laughs> <laughs> I was just hoping Shirley was here. <laughs> <laughs> there was a day when we watched together, we watched Liverpool and Shirley, Liverpool and, and Man United play, and they beat us badly. And every time they scored, Shirley was on my shoulders. Pasta! Pasta! <laughs> I was just <laughs> saying, <gebellet him>, no. <laughs> but leave that, okay man. That was a Yes, leave the soccer, please just leave the soccer. Yes, <laughs> the <laughs> Let's not get sidetracked. Amen. 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 Let's not get sidetracked. If you get sidetracked by a red robot, they are going to cause an accident. Right now, your spiritual dimension, your 10% of the iceberg, you are 10% of your iceberg only. The 90% is determined by your intimacy with the voice of God. God. Amen. Your life, my doctor Karen to sits next to me. But Karen, your life, can you hear Andy Dawn? Yes, I hear you. Yeah, I'm not looking at you, I'm looking at this beautiful lady next to me. Sorry, man. Your life is 10% on the outside, your 90% at the bottom is determined by how you hear God. Backfall, a backfall. Your 90% in you is still unveiled. It's still hidden. You need to tap into the reality of the hidden voice of God in you. It's in you. Everything that is of you is in you. Your lifestyle now is about 10% visibility of the voice of God for your purpose I'm gonna close now. I'm gonna close now. With this, hold your fist like this. Your your tithe. Look at me. You're tight. Oh, hold please hold your hands up. Don't hold your hand down. Your tithe. Your offering. Your first fruits. Your giving unto God produces spiritual reality in the natural sorry in the spiritual it produces substance in the spiritual that will be downloaded into the natural and finances in your life come on guys please I mean your tithe constitutes kingdom investment principles and releases it upon the earth that the kingdom investment laws and regulations are much higher than earthly laws of investment okay. you go to netbank now they will if you invest a million rand or a hundred thousand whatever they will offer you a package of seven to twelve million so sorry, sorry percent. percent yeah seven no. to twelve percent no. if there were seven million twelve million now no. i will no. run now no. <laughs> right now if you offer them one million for investment, they offer you only between seven to twelve percent, determined by how long you invest. Am I right? Yeah. Okay, fine. FNB gives you slightly more, thirteen percent. That's how they love people. Okay, fine. Right now, when you come to the kingdom of God, <coughs> come to the kingdom of God. It says, kingdom. "I will open up the windows of heaven." Yeah. Come on. Come on. Yes. Come on. Come on. I will open up the windows of it and pour out a blessing. And the word blessing them is ability yeah. to perform in your task in life. I've decided not to go much further in prophetic faith, but include this for our group here. Let me tell you right now: this group has a wealth anointing upon it. You might not believe it, but if you catch it it's going to be late because others will have received it already in manifestation. Mm-hmm. I don't hear an amen on that. Amen. I don't need an amen on that. Mm-hmm. I know what God told me. Mm-hmm. Your tithe is investing into kingdom. Kingdom pays back like this 30 fold 30 right, fold 60 fold and 100 fold. And then it goes beyond that. It says if you find a thief that stole from you, he shall repay how much? Seven times. Sevenfold. <coughs> of how much? In the kingdom, God says, Jesus says, If you have left your brothers, your sisters, your mothers, your fathers and houses for my name's sake, I will be paid hundredfold in this life. Hundredfold return. Please, man. Prophetic faith. When you give your money to God, I'm doing this, okay, if I'm to God, because because this is like a punch. You give it into the kingdom. You're investing in spiritual laws and principles. You're investing in the unseen, the invisible, the eternal. And what does the eternal do? It calculates your investment right. And downpours, downloads into your life like you've never had it before. Don't be so concerned. My wife made me aware of this. You might think that I'm 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 using money to get to you. Emma, yes, I am getting to you. Why? Remember a couple of weeks ago, God told me to tell the table, there's a wealth transference anointing around with us. Remember that? It's one thing to have a word hanging out there, it's another thing to make it real. One of the things to make it real, apply kingdom principles when it comes to finances. And I got a warning for you, the kingdom principles go way beyond tithes. Way beyond tithes. If I was old, dead, all the feet of people, I would say, do you love me? And I would say to you now, you have to love me. No, I mean. You have to love me. Amen? Mm-hmm. Your tithe gets sewn into the investment patterns, plans, programs, and laws of God. Amen. It's sewn in there, Right? Guys, our worldview of finances are determined by capitalism and socialism, not kingdom. I'm gonna say it again. Our (coughs) views about finances, economics, church-wise, are determined by capitalism and socialism. And none of them has been successful. Only have measures of success. Capitalism teaches you how to make profit. Come on, for yourself, (coughs) and from the profit Others get blessed. That's capitalism. Socialism teaches you about equalization of wealth. And it has not worked. Because South Africa has a government that has social mindset on finances. But only the rich get richer in this country. Mm -hmm. That's Socialism. Wherever you go socialism, you go to Russia, they do the same You go to China, especially China now. And the Chinese are looking for ways to get their money out of China. Well, they're really infiltrating South Africa. Yeah. What you should do is say, I'm available. You can, de- you can deposit to me. Right. We need to construct, like Noah. A tangible future, now. God said to Noah, build the ark. Now bear with me now. Build the ark. Behind the scenes, you don't get questions answered. But let's go behind the scenes, okay? No. God said to Noah, build the ark. No. Noah does not know what an ark is. A boat. He didn't even see a raft yet. He didn't even see what, the small little boat that you did you, you have? Didn't even see a dingy yet. Nothing. God says build a boat. Three stories high. Hmm? With many compartments. And you put all the animals in there. And God gave them all the things. I think Noah must have asked. What the heck for? I'm going to destroy the earth with a flood. What is a flood? When water, deluge of water comes and how is it going to come? Because uh, by rain. Rain, what is rain? I only know mist. Comes at night and settles upon the plants and waters the plants. What is rain? Do you see how questions come when you think God's way? And by the word captured in his mind, remember what you see. Determines what you possess. Noah saw the flood. And by seeing. He went into the future. And constructed. A configuration. For the future. That when the future arrives. He'll be ready for the future. Mm -hmm. I've got prophetic words for you today. But I want you to go out there and construct lifestyle mm. that when your future comes to the prophetic word comes in reality you prepared Amen. very tense now very tense and I'm sitting here thinking are you ready the main question is not are you ready the main question is am I ready to do this Help me now. Should I do this now? Will I release a prophetic flow over you? Should I begin to determine what is said in the spirit about you? Yes, Michelle.